0: And good everyone, and welcome to my very first uh, podcast episode. It's Gleno here. You can contact me on any of these social media channels. On Twitter, it's Gleno with underscore. And Instagram, it's uh, Gleno with the number three in the middle between the L and the O. And Facebook, it's Gleno's Photography. You can also email me at glenanderson71 at hotmail.com. Well, this is all new to me. Um, the reason why I decided to start a a podcast channel is basically, um, I've only been listening to podcasts for the last two or three months since I was down in Sydney for vivid, I had a bit, bit of time on my hands down there. And, um, there's a couple of radio stations in Sydney. I enjoy listening to, and I found that they do have podcasts and there's certain shows and sort of excerpts from those shows that I listened to and, and, and so forth. And it just went from there. And I just found that it's a, it's a better way to, um, uh, how can I say it, um, instead of doing a long caption on Instagram and Facebook, if you've got an issue or a view about things, it's just easy to talk this way via a podcast as well. So um, I'm going to have a crack at it and just see how how it all turns out. Now, this first episode is pretty much just going to be, be about my background and my history, uh, where I was born and raised and so forth, and uh, what I did before. I got into photography, which was, I was pretty late. I didn't start getting into photography until 2012 when pretty much Instagram was was starting. And uh, that's pretty much it. So here we go. So just a bit about me. Well, I was born in Sydney in 1971 and uh, lived in Sydney most of my life. Um, But I did live a couple of years in Aubrey-Wodonga on the New South Wales-Victoria border, um, when I was a toddler, when I was very young, and uh, also lived in Melbourne for about five or six years. And I did uh, that, I started kindergarten and primary school in Melbourne. And that was just all due to my father with his work at the time. He got transferred a few times to Melbourne and Sydney and so forth. And then in the early 1980s, I moved back to Sydney um, to finish off my last two years of primary school and then obviously started high school after that, which was at uh, Pam Atomara's Thai. If anyone knows where that is, that is opposite Westmead Hospital out in Sydney's western suburbs. And I was there until around 1988, and I left – I think I left halfway through year 11, believe it or not. And uh, I didn't really do well in year 11, so I decided to leave and got a job not long after that as a um, an apprentice bricklayer. So I did that for about three years, and um, – And then I think 1991, we we had this recession that people can, well, those of you my age would remember, it was a pretty bad year and the the building industry wasn't doing that well so I was let go. So um, I worked with my grandmother's uncle, I think it was, um, at a little factory in Burwood and uh, we made the armrests for the Tangara trains. Now, the Tangara trains were only pretty much new then, so he had a contract for that. So I worked there for about six months. And then uh, 1992, I wasn't a really good year for me. I um, didn't work most of the year, um, very hard to find work and that with the recession and that. So I was doing computer courses and stuff like that through, um, well, it was Centrelink. It is Centrelink now, but before it used to be called the CES. So, um, and then I think in 1993, I got my first decent job at a uh, manufacturing facility out in Sydney's western suburbs where we manufactured steel pipelines. And I was there until 2012 when the factory closed down and I got a big redundancy payout. And that was my, if you could call it, key. To moving up to the Gold Coast, which I did in twenty fourteen, so and then I've been up here ever since then, and I pretty much only go down to Sydney now, around Vivid, and a couple other times during the year I do do a few quick flights down on the weekend to visit mum and dad, and that's something I don't really advertise. Um, I just go down there, fly, spend a few nights, and come back again. So, um, so that's pretty much it. So now with photography, well, basically, I. Wasn't really. I had a pocket camera, um, but it wasn't until 2012 um, I decided to give temping bowling away. I temping bowled for about 25 years competitively, represented the state several times, and that. And I decided I had enough of that, and uh, that was when Instagram was sort of really all the rage, and um, I downloaded the app, and uh, I thought this is pretty cool, and uh, followed a few photographers, and. That inspired me to pretty much get a better camera and uh, start taking photos. Uh, From memory, I think when Instagram first came out, I think you had to use the Instagram camera to take photos and upload. I don't think you could upload from the camera roll, but feel free to let me know if I'm wrong. And it wasn't until several updates later when um, you could actually upload from the camera roll, and that's when the photographer's sort of started to come on board and show their work and so forth. So uh, that's how it sort of all begun. And um, as I just said before, I had a little pocket camera and um, I went down to Kirribilli one night and I just I was wondering if it could take a long exposure because I, I had no idea what it meant and uh, I, I sort of was playing with the settings in this pocket camera and realised it could do a 15-second exposure. It's a Canon g 10 or G12, I think it was. I've got it in my cupboard still. And um, I bought a little tripod and I did a 15-second exposure of the city. And uh, it turned out pretty good and I was really happy. And um, and then I thought to myself, there was someone next to me. I think it was Chris Parry, but I'm not 100% sure. And um, he had a SLR camera and he was showing me his images from, from the same spot. And he was able to do 30-second uh, exposures and, and even more, You can go bulb mode. And I was blown away when I saw the images compared to what the pocket camera did. So I think pretty much within the next week, I bought my first DSLR, which was a Nikon 5100. It was a crop sensor. And then I went back down to Kirribilli not long after I bought that. And uh, I was mind-blown by the image quality compared to the little pocket camera, especially when you're doing low-light and night photography. Obviously, if you shoot during the in the middle of the daytime, you probably wouldn't notice a difference much. But uh, and then it just went from there. And then I had that for about a year, and I've still got that camera, the Nikon fifty one hundred. And then I decided to go full frame, and that's when I bought the Nikon D six hundred. And uh, I had that for up until about two years ago, and then um, I got the D seven fifty now. But the six hundred was plagued with problems with uh, dust and oil. I had an issue with the shutter on it, and it was it wasn't really good. So, uh, and I also shot with Canon, uh, but that's uh, that's for another episode when I'll discuss about uh, safety uh, when taking photos and that, and then I'll explain to you how I I lost my camera, my Canon camera. Not lost it, but it got drenched, and I couldn't fix it. So, um, so that's pretty much uh, how I got into photography and uh, Instagram and so forth. Okay, so who's been to an Instameet before? I'm pretty sure most photographers have or at least been to one. I've been to several. I remember my very first one in January 2013. As I said in my last segment, uh, the one that Lauren hosted up in Brisbane, and it was awesome. Um, Iger's Gold Coast do a fantastic job up here. Um, Katie and Tanya, Ryan Fowler, Larissa, David Bostock, um, they run Iger's Gold Coast and uh, they have regular meets, probably on average once every six weeks or maybe a bit longer, and they also feature, you know, photographers as well. I haven't been to all their meets, obviously. I've I've been to some of them. It just depends on time and if I'm working or not, but they do a fantastic job. Now, Iger's Gold Coast have been around for a fair while now, Um, but I think before Iger's Gold Coast uh, started, Lauren Barth used to have a page called Insta Meet Gold Coast, if anyone can remember that. Um, I think it started back in 2012, early 2012 from memory. And uh, Lauren used to hold meets here on the Gold Coast and Brisbane um, while she was still working as a as a chef before she went full-time influencing. Uh, she, she had time to do meets and it was really good. And uh, it was a great way for people to pretty much meet up and um, have a yarn, talk about photography or anything in general. It's pretty good. Um, In Sydney, Iger Sydney, you've got there, they've been around for a long time. I think Paula and Grand Jules runs that page with several other people. I've been to some of their meets over the years before I moved up to the Gold Coast. They do a great job as well. Um, And there's also, there used to be a, there was two guys, Rob Potter and Ben Futrell. They ran a Facebook page called the Photo Walk Guys, and they did regular meets as well, uh, probably once every couple of months. And I attended some of them, but they had big turnouts. They had like 50 to 100 people. I remember the one at Bronte. Um, It was a really good sky too, and there was just so many photographers there, but it was great atmosphere, and we'd go and have uh, coffee or breakfast afterwards for those that were keen. And I also went to one of their meets at Mrs. McCrory's Chair and they had one at Bradley's Head as well. And then I remember there was another time with another group, I don't know if it was IGA Sydney or someone else, or the Pier One, that's right, the Pier One had an Instagram page and they used to hold meets as well. I remember going to Cockatoo Island for a meet and we all met at Circular Quay and we got the ferry over there. This is six, seven years ago now, it'd have to be, and then... You know, we went over there and spent three, four hours at Cockatoo Island, got the ferry back. But I just can't remember if that was Iga Sydney or if it was the Pier One that hosted that. But it doesn't matter. But that's when I met people like Relsy and, you know, Teresa and Chris Parry and all them. And that's, and we've become good friends. And I still keep in touch with those people to this date. And that was, what, six years ago. And there were several other good meets in Sydney too. There was, one up at Richmond, we had called the Westy Meet, which was uh, was held in autumn because I remember we were mucking around with the autumn leaves and throwing them at each other at the park up at Richmond. And there was another meet where we went up to the Botanical Gardens at Mount Tomah up in the lower part of the Blue Mountains. That was another or that was a whole day. That was that was a really enjoyable day. So they're fun, and uh, people uh, ask questions about photography in general or they get tips off other people. It's a great way to learn and experience and and it's just a great day out. That's pretty much what Insta meets are about. So I don't go to them as probably as much as I used to. I mainly just take photos on my own now. Okay, that wraps up my first ever podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. It's just a brief description about me and, and my background. And I'm looking forward to uh, recording the next one and posting it up down the track sometime. Thanks once again, guys. Until next time, take care out there.